Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and today is one of my favorite podcast episodes, maybe of the year. I am so excited for you guys to hear this conversation that I had with my friend Sandy Vo about overwhelm and slowing down, especially for those of you who think you can't slow down. Your lives are so full. Your days are so full. This episode is powerful. I have, I've shared with you guys before that one of my tools for myself to make sure that the things that I hear that inspire me turn into practices and patterns of behavior, I have added into my calendar at three-week intervals for the next six months this episode. I actually have gone into my calendar. Every three weeks, I put an appointment with myself for the afternoon, which is when I typically slow down. I'm not doing creative work. I'm doing more reflective work, uh, reading, listening, that sort of thing. Every three weeks for the next six months to come back and listen to this episode because I need this reminder as much as anybody else. Today's episode is going to be a game changer. Before we dive into it, though, a couple very important things. First, you've heard me talking about this free spring cleaning e-series that we are kicking off at the beginning of May. It is all about removing your mental and emotional clutter. When I first shared with you guys about what brought this on, I was telling you how I am Marie Kondoing my life. And I started this process when I read her book, which was before I moved into my tiny house. And I had to get rid of a lot of stuff. And part of my desire in moving into the tiny house was just simplifying, clearing out the clutter and having a space that was refreshing and never overwhelming. And then I moved into a much larger house. I sold the tiny house and now I have a lot of property, a lot of space, a main house, an apartment building attached to it, outbuildings that we're working on, and also my boyfriend moved in. So way more stuff, way more stuff. So I kind of went back to the drawing board on this Marie Kondo stuff and it felt so good to simplify, to organize, to have my spaces. And this is very much still in process for me to have my my spaces feel great, to walk into them and feel calmed and relaxed instead of anxious and overwhelmed and frustrated. While we can all relate to how good it feels to clean out the closet or get the car detailed or whatever it is, we miss a huge opportunity when we don't do that same clearing out of the clutter, of the junk, of the stuff that slows us down and overwhelms us in our own minds, which is why we are kicking off this free week-long e-series. It's going to be an email a day for one week, starting at the beginning of May, mental and emotional spring cleaning. I'm 
even including a few of my friends in this process to share with you their tips, their tools, tactics, and strategies to clear out the clutter in your own mind. So what you're going to want to do is go to the show notes page for today's episode if you haven't already primalpotential.com forward slash 595. That's where you get on the list to get this free e-series. I don't want to send it out to people who aren't interested, to people where this isn't a priority in their life. So just go to primalpotential.com forward slash 595 to opt in for this free e-series on removing that mental and emotional clutter, doing that deep spring cleaning, but for your mind, for your emotions, so that everything feels more possible. I'm really excited about it, and I hope that you'll join us. Before we dive into today's episode on slowing down, especially when you think there's no time for less, that faster, 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 more, more, more is your only option, and you're not quite sure how to slow down, I recently had a conversation that I want to share with you, and this is a this is a deep dive I wanted to take with one of the head honchos at Thrive Market. One of the founding members, the CEO of Thrive Market, and I got him on the phone. And I had a lot of questions, including Canada. I said, what's the deal with Canada? When are you coming to Canada? And he said, it is such a huge priority. They're working on it. They're working on shipping arrangements, which is the tricky part with Canada, but they are working on it. But what I want to share with you is what he told me about how much money they are saving their members. Because there is that small annual membership fee, they're able to pass on their profit margins. Instead of taking them for themselves, they're able to pass them on in the form of savings. And you'll be blown away at how much they saved their customers last week. I want you to hear this straight from Nick, not from me, straight from Nick. And if you want to give Thrive Market a try and you haven't already, go to thrivemarket.com forward slash primal potential. That's going to give you additional savings on top of their already marked down prices. And you're going to get a free 30-day trial membership plus 25% off your first order when you go through thrivemarket.com forward slash primal potential. But I just want you to hear this from Nick. I asked Nick how they get their prices so low. I asked them, how are your prices even lower in a lot of cases than Amazon's when Amazon has such high volume? And he told me that by having this small membership fee and allowing them to pass on the additional savings to their customers, they are saving massive amounts of money. So here's what he had to say in in response to my question of how they get their prices so low. We're able to basically pass all the savings that would have gone to our bottom line for product sales uh, directly onto our members. So uh, that lack of markups basically gets our products into our members' hands at wholesale costs, which is on average about 25 to 50% below retail. Um, and what we found is the average member will make between uh, $25 and $35 in savings on the average order. So most members make back their membership in two orders. Last year, I think when we ran the numbers, we saved our, our full membership base uh, about $35 million uh, off of retail prices. That number blew me away. I love what Thrive Market is doing. And I love the fact that they also want to support podcasts like this one by giving additional savings to people who listen. So I'm going to put this in the show notes over at primalpotential.com forward slash 595, but go to 
that show notes page so that you can register as a customer through Thrive Market check out their stuff. They have amazing savings. And it's not just nutrition stuff. It's also personal care products, home care products, pet care products. It really, really is amazing. Okay, today's episode. Like I said, this is one of my favorite episodes I've done this year because it's so tactical. In my conversation with Sandy Vo, who is a genius of a human being, she is a meditation teacher and she has a beautiful way of simplifying not only what holds us back, but what we can do to catapult ourselves forward and move beyond our own limitations, even when those limitations are inside our minds like stress and overwhelm and anxiety and worry. Sandy and I have such an amazing conversation. And one of the examples that comes up in this episode, you know how when your computer is running slow And your first response is to close down programs you're not using but are open in the background. We have the opportunity to do that all the time with our thoughts. One of the reasons we feel overwhelmed is because think of it as having all of these open programs. The conversation you had with your mom yesterday. The bill you got in the mail today. That email you need to remember to send. What are you going to make for dinner tonight? And why did you overeat yesterday? All of these things. There are these open programs taking up energy in our mind. And sometimes we think that if we shut down the conversation that we're saying we don't care or that we can never come back to it. But that's no more true than saying that if you shut down Skype that you can never reopen it. Of course you can. You just don't need it open and running in the background right now. Sandy is genius in communicating these strategies to help you live a better life. She is all about helping people step into their potential and getting out of the rat race of their own minds, living more fully, more wholly, more joyfully. And you can learn all about Sandy and her work on the show notes page for today's episode. So you'll definitely want to connect with Sandy and see all the great stuff she has going on. Primalpotential.com forward slash 595. That's where you can connect with Sandy. You can learn more about Thrive Market. You can get on the list for the Mental and Emotional Spring Cleaning e-series we have coming up. And also the wait list is open for our summer 12 weeks to transformation. All that stuff's over on the show notes. Primalpotential.com forward slash 595. I am more more than excited to introduce you to Sandy Vo. I know you'll love her as much as I do, and I cannot wait to hear your major takeaways from this episode. So please DM me on Instagram or leave a comment in the show notes because I'd love to know your major takeaways from today's episode. Make it amazing. What has come up in my inbox from my listeners almost every single day is I'm overwhelmed. There's so much going on and I have these great intentions, but I paralyze myself with overwhelm. And it's so easy to do in this day and age with multitasking and all the tools that we have at our fingertips. And so where do we even begin with overwhelm? I'm so excited to hear your perspective on this because it's something I really struggle with too. Teach me, where do we begin with this idea of being overwhelmed? Oh my goodness. So are we diving right into it right now? Diving right in. Oh, I love that. I love how you did that. Okay. So as soon as you were saying this, there are three layers that I'm experiencing right now to overwhelm. The first is the physical. The second is the mental and the third is the spiritual. And so on the outermost layer, 
the overwhelm comes from not creating enough space in our lives. So what do I mean by this? In our day-to-day lives, we wake up in the morning and typically the first thing that many of us do is we open up our phones and we scroll through Instagram. And now before we even have the time to tune into our own thoughts, we allow our mind to be flooded with other people's thoughts and other people's ideas. And sometimes that's negative, sometimes it's positive, but either way, we don't have enough space to tune into our own thoughts. So we continue on the day. We rush because we spent way too much time on the phone. We grab our cup of coffee. We uh, get dressed really quick. We throw our clothes on. We hop into the car. We might spill coffee on ourselves because we're moving way too fast. We get to the office that we're working at. And then our boss tells us we have this huge deadline that we got to hit and you better hop on it. We get to it. We skip lunch and our whole entire day gets set off on this tone of fast, fast, fast. And we haven't even had the chance to slow down, right? Like you might even get into your car and stop by McDonald's and get yourself a burger because you don't have enough time to cook because this project is going to take over your life at home. and. That is on the very outermost layer of what overwhelm looks like. And sometimes what we need to do the most is to just give ourselves enough space to slow down. So I'll talk about some solutions for that later. The other layer to overwhelm is the physical, the, the mental piece. So we talked about the physical and what actually happens when you wake up and you go through all the actions. But on a very mental layer, in our thoughts, we don't give ourselves enough spaces at the thought level either. You know, again, we wake up, we're on social media, we allow other people's thoughts to bombard our own. And then in between all of this, we're judging ourselves, we're being negative, we're picking on ourselves, we're doubting ourselves, all those other things come in and that creates overwhelm. And on a very deep level, there's that spiritual layer where there's something deep inside of us that we're trying to run away from. And I'm speaking so much from personal experience. I wondered my entire life why I am such a type A hustle, 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 go, go, go kind of woman. And on the outer layer, it might be because you know, my dad is an immigrant from Vietnam and he worked really, really hard to get to America. And he really wants me to have this amazing, successful life. And so he built you know, this whole foundation on hard work and same with my mom. And so I did that. But deep down, there's something that I'm not addressing. And when I went through the years and years of meditation and really just empowering myself to slow down, I was able to address what that thing was. And it went all the way back to when I was 10 years old. So we can dive into that a little bit more but there's layers to overwhelm. And so if you're asking, where do I first start? The first thing that I would tell you is to give yourself permission to slow down. And think of it this way, and this is why I love meditation. Our thoughts are kind of like a music sheet. When you look at a music sheet, there are notes on that music sheet. Your notes, those notes on the music sheet are also like your thoughts. So If you were to take the music sheet with the notes and compile it onto a piece of paper, it would just be one mumble jumbled mess. If you were to get a person to play it out, it would just sound like, like not any kind of melody, right? But on the other hand, 
if you were to create spaces in between each note, mm -hmm. then you have someone play it, which is you, it would be this beautiful melody. Mm -hmm. You have this opportunity to make with your life this beautiful melody. And the way that you do that is to allow yourself to slow down enough to have spaces in between each thought, spaces in between each action, so that you can achieve the purpose of your life. Let me ask you a question there. So I'm thinking of, of myself, right? I'll use my, myself as an example instead of theorizing about what other people might be thinking. I would love to allow myself to slow down, but what if you feel like you can't? It's not that you don't want there to be space, but to get everything done, you just can't stop. Hmm. I can relate to this so much and I'll talk about myself, you know, back in 2013 at the epitome of this speeding up rat race living kind of life. I felt like I was a hamster stuck inside of a wheel that could not stop turning. I, I kid you not, I didn't know how to piece my thoughts together. I was scatterbrained. When I would talk to people, they would be like, hello, Sandy, where are you? <laughs> And if I could describe what it was like, it was basically like I was pressing the open tab button on my Google browser like a, a million times until eventually it crashed. This is, this is so hard to say, but I had to let myself get to that place of crashing yeah. where my body and my mind just could not could not grasp having one more thing into my head anymore. It's almost like a hard drive when you have way too much that's stored on that disc. There's no more room for space creativity to come flow through, yeah. right? And so I became paralyzed and I had to choose at that moment of being paralyzed. Do I keep going on and burn out even more than I am right now? Or do I decide that my life is worth so much more and I have so much more to give and I honor myself first? Mm -hmm. And that's when I really got into meditation and I learned how to honor my energy and myself and my peace before I went out and created magic in the world. You know, I love that analogy of when your computer starts to run slow, because I think we've all experienced that, like, don't crash, don't crash. So then we start looking at what's open that I don't need. Yeah. What is running in the background that I don't need? I do this almost every day. Like, oh, Spotify's open and I'm not listening to anything or GarageBand is open and I'm not using it. So we start to let go of, to close down the things that we don't need. And so if I think about that in my own life, yes, yes, yes. And I think about like, well, I'm worried about this and I'm worried about this and I'm worried about that. Okay. Well, some of those programs I can shut down because I'm not working on them right now. It doesn't mean in my computer that if I close down GarageBand, I'm never going to open it up. Or if I close down Spotify, I'm not going to use Spotify tomorrow. But like, I'm not renovating my office right now. Right now, I'm looking at Sandy and having a beautiful conversation with her. So like, I can close that tab. I might open it later, but for right now, and then you find out that you freed up all of the space. It's totally fine. <laughs> Important phone calls coming in no matter what's happening. But I love that, that idea that if we just like we would with our computer, what's running in the background that I'm not using right now? I might need it later, but if I don't need it now, 
then I don't need to keep it open right now. You completely hit the nail on the head and I'm getting so like antsy and excited from hearing all this. And this really speaks to the power of, (laughs) this really speaks to the power of having one pointed attention. And this is something that I talk to so many of the women entrepreneurs that I work with is that a lot of times we believe that we are professional multitaskers. It's something that we were taught growing up, right? Like if you could put on your resume that you're a multitasker, there are probably higher chances of you getting hired than elsewhere. And so what we learned though, and science has shown, is that multitasking is completely uh, false. It's a myth. So in order for us to multitask, what our brain is doing is it's running back and forth and back and forth from one task to another, one task to another. And eventually, imagine your physical body right now racing back and forth and back and forth. You burn out. It, you compensate your adrenal glands, your system. And so this is what you end up calling fatigue. And so when we give our attention to one thing at a time, for instance, right now, you and I are staring at each other, straight in the eyes, giving each other our one point of attention. All of that energy then becomes alchemized, optimized, and you are not scattered. And that's what really allows you to focus. And so it's basically choosing to close down those other programs, like you're saying, and putting your energy into one place. And what happens after that? You become a lot more efficient. You feel a lot more energized and you get, you actually get things done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I give you props for that analogy because what it shifted for me in my own thinking is sometimes we feel like taking our attention, sometimes I feel like taking my attention away from something that's on my list, something that's not yet done, something that's unresolved, something I'm concerned about is saying, I don't care, whatever. But really, it's just saying, I'm not using it right now. So we don't fear when we close down our Word document or our Spotify app that we're saying you can be deleted from the computer forever. We're just saying like, not at this moment, which is a very, very different sense of release. It's not, it's not surrender. It's just delay. I'll come back to this later. Gosh, that's such a beautiful way to put it. And What really helps as well is let's think about it in terms of relationships. If you are a mom and if you are not giving your child your fullest attention when you're with them, and let's say in the back of your mind, you're thinking about work, you're thinking about all these things that you have to do. When your baby, all they want to do is they want to play with you. They want your attention. They want your time. Something so beautiful that my meditation master has said to me is that attention is love. And so when you give your child your fullest attention, you are passing them that energy of love and everything else when it comes to work and and those things, they're going to get taken care of because when you can give your child your fullest attention, you're giving them all of your energy, your focus. When it comes time to do work, your full attention is there. You don't, you're not worried about I feel so bad yesterday that my baby was trying to have a a good time with me. And in the back of my mind, all I was thinking about was getting to that email. 
And same vice versa. When you're, when you're at work, give work your fullest attention so that when you can go home, you can be with your baby 110%. So that's the whole thing about giving your one pointed attention and really training your mind to do that. Because for so long, it's been used to living inside of this hamster wheel and feeling scattered. So it really does start with those small steps. So whatever it is that you're doing right now, give that your full one pointed attention and then see how that feels. It's the difference between, you know, taking a laser light that can actually cut into a wall now and then a flashlight where it's dispersed yeah. and it, it can't do that. It's the, that's the difference. I love that. I, I want to talk about meditation oh, yes. and I've actually done a couple of episodes of my podcast on meditation and I get a lot of questions about it. What I have found to be true for me is I try to meditate twice a day for 20 minutes each session. So 40 minutes a day. The days that I feel like it's not going to happen, there's no time for it, are the days when I must make the time, whatever that takes. Because where I really misunderstood meditation and what I hear from a lot of my listeners what I misunderstood is the power of the return on the time. When I meditate, I can't even quantify the increase in my productivity, the increase in my creativity, the increase in my mood stability. Like, it's not, e I couldn't even tell you, like, it doubles or it's like another, a whole nother ball game. When I am meditating, I I am getting through my work more quickly. I am making better decisions. I am much more able to ride the waves of the circumstances in my life that come up and like maybe would normally stress me out or, or make me angry. So talk to me a little bit about your experience with meditation and why you see it as such an important tool. Oh my goodness. I love how you explain meditation and the benefits that it gives to our lives. So meditation for me started back in 2013. And I had first thought you, know, my conception of meditation is that, you know, I'm thinking of a monk sitting inside of a cave and he's like all Zen and he's just like in paradise and completely detached from the world. And when I, being the housekeeper, right, with things to do, businesses to run, people to love on every single day, I was like, oh, that, that can't be me. Like, I can't do that. I can't escape from the world. I have way too much that I have to do. And so when I met my meditation teacher, he started me off with 60 seconds at a time. And when I experienced my very first meditation with, with him guiding me, Oh my goodness. I felt like I was wrapped inside of a cozy blanket. I felt so safe. I felt so supported. And afterwards, even though my brain was so scattered, I felt like I had this sense of clarity like I've never had before. Mm -hmm. So meditation is not a vacation. It's not an escape. It's really a productivity tool to re-engineer the software of our minds. So we've been kind of talking about our minds as a computer, and we can think of meditation as um, this re-engineering tool that organizes our thoughts into folders so that we can be a little bit more clear in the direction that we're going in, that we can feel more focused, that we can feel more energized and efficient in what it is that we're doing. And it doesn't, 
it makes so much sense to me that now all these celebrities and artists, um, you know, Oprah talks about meditation, um, Kobe Bryant talks about meditation, all these athletes are ta talking about meditation because it's such a powerful tool to also increase our performance as well. All these high performers and achievers are starting to do it because they see exactly what you see, Elizabeth, and how much it benefits their lives. What are some of the common misconceptions about, I think you just hit on the big one that like it's this vacation from reality and I hear that all the time, like, well, when I sit down to meditate, my mind is racing and they assume that they're doing it wrong and I don't feel that way. If I sit down to meditate and I'm just full of thought, then I'm just full of thought. Like, oh, let's start right there. Yeah. So meditation isn't about clearing your thoughts. It's about observing your thoughts with no detachment. So if I see a thought coming up right now that says, oh, Sandy, your voice really sucks and no one's going to listen to you on this radio show, for example, then I can simply sit here and observe the fact that that thought is appearing up in my mind. I see you, I hear you, but I don't have to believe you, right? Like it, it gets to be like the experience of you sitting onto the shore of a beach and watching the birds fly above the ocean. Your thoughts get to be like that. And that's a really powerful thing to realize because so many of us allow our thoughts to dictate our reality. We accept it as our reality. And what meditation teaches you is that you get to be the observer of your thoughts and you get to create the ultimate reality, whatever that looks like for you. Mm -hmm. You don't get to, you don't have to attach your thoughts. I see the thought, but I am not the thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I tell my clients all the time, you are the thinker, not the thought. And what is going through your mind is a story that you're telling. And so when I'm meditating, I, people always say like, how do you get your mind to go clear? I'm like, I don't. <laughs> I mean, that's rare. But I'm just aware of this story I started to tell. And that story I started to tell. And I started to tell a story about not enough time. And I started to tell a story about following up with a client. And I started to tell a story about I'm tired. And I start, you know, I'm just observing the stories that I'm telling and interested in what arises. Yes. Meditation is really about taking what's in our unconscious portion of the mind and making it conscious. So right now, the way that we operate as human beings is 90% from our unconscious. A lot of us are doing and taking actions that we're not even aware that we're taking. Only 10% of our lives, we're actually aware. So, you know, sci scientists also say this a lot, is that we're such creatures of habit that 90% of the time, we're repeating the same exact actions that we took yesterday until something becomes conscious and we realize that we're doing it and that's how we make a change. So just like you're describing, you are aware that you have this thought. You ask yourself, why am I having this thought? And you decide to take an action on it. And that's how you change your habits mm -hmm. um, and, and achieve what it is that you want to achieve. So where does somebody start with meditation? Like you're a meditation teacher, but there's also a lot of free apps and different things you can find online. If somebody came to you and said, all right, I'm curious enough to give it a try. How do I begin meditating? 
First, I would say to give yourself um, permission to explore, just like you did when you were a child. Like get, like get into that childlike nature and give yourself permission to explore. The second thing is I love apps. I think that they are very helpful, but I find that it doesn't allow you to dive in as deep as you want and you kind of have to rely on something that's outside of you. And so what was beneficial for me about having my teacher was he taught me the tools to be able to go inward on my own. And that's really, really helpful having guidance. The third thing is to just start at 60 seconds at a time. If you can just sit right now and just become aware of the body, starting from your toes, just become aware of your feet, bring your awareness all the way up past your legs, all the way up past your mid body, all the way up past your chest, your neck, your head, bring your body, your full awareness. And then as you're going down, relax the muscles around the eyes. Relax the muscles around the jaw, making sure that you're not clenching your teeth. Relaxing the muscles with your shoulders, making sure that you feel comfortable and stable. And just relaxing your entire body. Then just bring your attention to the breath. You just have to give it your attention. Inhale deeply. And then exhale. And just notice what happens in your body. No attachment, just observing. Inhale. And then exhale. Inhale. As if you're watching a wave drifting in the ocean and that wave drifts into the other wave and exhale. And just be present with whatever might appear. Be present to the body, be present to the mind. Notice how breathing slowed down your mind as well. And then when open your eyes. I think that is so powerful, primarily because that didn't require that we stop thinking. It didn't require that we disappear to a room for, you know, with the right pillow and like the right seating position. I'm standing up in a closet right now. And that was so tremendously restful. And I think, I love that you say, just give yourself permission to explore. You can do just that. Scan your body, intentionally relax anywhere where you feel tension. And like, you just meditated. Yeah, yeah, you did it. You did it. It doesn't have to be complicated. Of yeah. course, you know, there's there's things like your seating, the way that you're sitting, your posture, breathing. Of course, there's instruction on that. But I mean, 
give yourself a break. You've been, you've been inside of this hamster wheel for such a long time to ask yourself to do everything the right way, which there is no right way. And to ask yourself to sit and meditate for 15 minutes, just because some social media influencer does it and you want to do it too. That's just not fair to your mind and your body. So to just give yourself that childlike nature to explore and get right into it, you, you achieve the same exact benefits. It all goes down to your intention as long as you have that intention there, you're going to get the same return. And what, how did you feel after just a quick 60 seconds? Oh, so much better. So much better. Like physically better, more present in this moment, more in control. That's the big thing I think that meditation does for me is I have really struggled with overwhelm for, for so many reasons, right? As a, as a business owner and a million other things going on in life, overwhelm is a real threat to happiness, to productivity, to creativity, to risk-taking, to relationships and connection. And meditation is probably the best tool that I've ever found for overwhelm. Gosh, I so agree with you. And this is exactly why I say that slowing down is a new speeding up Mm. because we have so much stimulating our senses right now, right? Like we have the notifications, bing, 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 like every two seconds. Uh, And we have more and more technology sending out EMF waves. And there's a lot that's happening that our bodies are like stimulated and and, um, sensitive to. And so when we slow down, even if you just do it in your voice right now and you're talking like this feels good yeah just training yourself to talk slower or you know something that i love to do to help myself slow down besides meditation is drinking a cup of warm water in the morning Mm. because just the practice of drinking warm water like you're not going to sip it fast because you'll burn your tongue Mm. just that practice really welcomes me in the morning to remember to slow down and it has other benefits as well. It's just like when you wash the dishes, you wash the dishes with hot water because that's what gets all the gunk off. So, you know, drinking warm water in the morning really helps me with my digestive system and, and it helps to get all the gunk out inside of my body. So there's so many benefits to that. And that's a practice that really helps to slow down. You're going to love, if you haven't heard it uh, already, I'm a CrossFitter. I do CrossFit. Yes, um, I know that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt Frazier, who is like three-time world champion CrossFit male athlete, he says of CrossFit workouts when he's, people say, what was your strategy going into that workout that he just set like a world record on? And he'll say, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Wow. Isn't that so good? Yes. But it's so so true. You would think looking at him, one of the best athletes in the world who you look at and how does he move so fast? You would think that his objective would be go fast, go fast, go fast, faster, faster. And he is saying slow is smooth and smooth is fast. I am not rushing. And I think that we have this same misconception in our own lives. If I just go faster, if I just get it done quicker, if I just do three things at once, but that is when we actually impair ourselves, our emotions, our ability to focus. So I love slow is the new fast because I feel that way too. I feel that way in my work. If I do it fast, I'm usually going to do it twice. Mm. 
But if I slow down and I take my time and I stop telling this story of like, I have to get this done in 30 minutes. I have to get this done in an hour. And I really just say, let's let it take the time it takes. And let's sit here and be present and focus and not dilly dally and distract and multitask and all those things. But like, let's give it the time it needs. It's done better with less stress. And the same thing is true in the choices we make about food, in the choices we make about money. Slow down. It's so true. Again, like you're just giving yourself space in between each thought to make a decision. And decision is, I mean, that's what makes up our lives. Our entire lives have been made up up until this point from the choices that we have made in each and every moment. So just imagine how powerful it can be for you as a entrepreneur, as a CEO, as a mom, as a wife, as a child to just be able to give so much space between each thought that you are making decisions that are in alignment with you and not decisions based on what you're seeing in the outside world. I mean, that's really powerful. And so some really good tools besides the 60 second meditation, which you can do anywhere. I mean, if you're feeling stressed out or overwhelmed, you can stop right now and you can do a 60 second meditation. You can sit in your car and do a 60 second meditation before going into an important work meeting. You can do a 60 second meditation in between your meetings during the day. Uh, so you can do a 60 second meditation before going into a workout. I did, I do that. And like, it has helped me to be a lot more efficient in my workouts too. It's really interesting the, the, how much it helps me to like do more reps of, mm. of a workout. Yeah. Mm. And then the other thing is, to pay attention to your breath. I think our breath is kind of the most underrated thing that we take for granted because here's what happens. Your breath is a manifestation of your mind your, or vice versa, right? So if you can slow down your breathing, what you'll find is that your mind also slows down. Why is it that when we were seven years old and we were angry, our parents would like tell us, okay, I'm counting from take a deep breath. Everything's going to be okay. And we do it and everything feels okay. So we get to do the same thing. Now, if you have a lot of overwhelm happening right now, go back to your breath, just take a deep breath. And when you slow your breath down, your mind will naturally slow down along with it. It's connected. So it can't not. You know, I love that. And I'm going to practice that very intentionally in my relationship with my boyfriend. Yeah. Because when I get mad, mm. when I get irritated and I'm venting or getting frustrated, expressing frustration, I guarantee that if I was intentional about breathing slower and talking slower, I would avoid a lot of tension. If I just made those two changes, not focused on being nicer, not focused on you know anything else, just talking slower and breathing slower... I'm going to do that. I'm going to report back, but that is my commitment. I know for sure that I would avoid much tension if I did that as a practice, when I do that as a practice. Oh, I love that. Definitely report back on that. I, I do the same thing with my boyfriend because I'm, I mean, I'm a fireball. <laughs> I def, I'm definitely fiery. So like, so if you, if he says something to me and it triggers me, 
you know, it's so easy for me to snap back, but I don't want that in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I want to treat him with equal respect mm -hmm. and myself as well. And so when I step back and I really think about it and I control my breath, I just take a deep moment. I get to show up in the relationship in a really calming manner. Mm -hmm. And if, even if he comes in the energy of like really like pissy and irritating, I can be like, okay, I, I understand where you're coming from, but what would you like me to do with your energy? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, cause he's at that point when he's making like whatever, uh, uh, story that he's giving to me, I can tell him like, I get where you're coming from. We can be on the same page there, but what would you like me to do with like this fiery energy that you're throwing at me? Mm -hmm. Right. And that really gives him a moment to be like, wait a second. Why am I throwing yeah. this at her right yeah. now? Like, yeah. like this is the love of my life. Like, why am I doing this? Yeah. So you get to slow down and you take a, you take a breath together. So yeah. it helps so much. Well, and one of the things it's a little unrelated to slowing down, but a relationship tool that I use in those moments is are we trying to get it right right now or are we trying to be right? Mm, such a big difference. Yeah. Huge, 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 huge. Well, I want to give you a minute because everybody's going to be like, okay, where do I learn more about this energy and Sandy and all that she does? Tell us a little bit about what you're doing, what you're up to, where people can connect with you. Yeah. So something that I have big um, that's happening right now is happening here in the Northeast. It's a three-day live event called Align and Rise. I'm co-hosting it with my business partner, Melissa Martin. And Ladies Aligned is, is our company. And what we really focus on is helping women to get unstuck, uncover their unique gifts, and rise in their life and their business. And we do this through three pillars of living in alignment self-care, money mindset, and a roadmap to success. So on these three days, we're going to be tapping into self-care, money mindset, a roadmap to success to really help you to get into alignment. There's going to be meditation, yoga, dancing, singing, moving, laughing, hugging, playing, exploring, all the things. And I would so love to have you there. You can grab your ticket at align, I mean, www.ladiesalign.com slash align and rise. And you can use the code align 10 to receive 10% off. That is so exciting. And I really think people need to take up more of those opportunities instead of like, Oh, that sounds nice. What am I doing to set myself free? Yeah. I think that's just like such an important inquiry. Yes, absolutely. And if you had any takeaways from listening to this, please reach out to me on Instagram because I so love connecting. My Instagram is I Sandy bow, and we can dive into this a little bit more if you need support with meditation. I love that. It has been such a joy to chat with you. Thank you so much. I am going to be using this analogy in my own thoughts of what is open in my mind that I'm not using that I can close. I'm going to be doing more of those 60 second meditations when I feel overwhelmed. And I promise you, I am going to slow down my breathing and the pace of my speech to ease some tension in my relationship. <laughs> it was such an honor and so much fun to be a guest on your show, Elizabeth. I love, love, love what you are doing in the world and everything that you represent. And I so appreciate this opportunity. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. 
Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.